social media, SEO, blogging. Learn more at jtid.co.uk. Hi, welcome to episode 50 of the Tips Podcast. Uh, I'm John Tromans and I do uh, digital marketing training throughout the UK. And this week's podcast, I want to focus on seven tools to make managing social media an awful lot easier. Uh, But before I get on to that, I just want to really quickly mention a training day that I've got coming up later on in March. It's on the 22nd of March uh, in Hereford, which is just on the Welsh border, uh, really easily accessible from the whole of the Midlands of the UK. So if you fancy some social media training, it's four to five hours of training, talking about which platforms to be on, creating and writing posts, creating images, uh, uh, making really engaging posts as well, and also listening and searching on social media. Uh, If you fancy a day of training, it's really affordable, uh, designed for small and micro businesses, and there's uh, limited tickets available. You can find out more information at jtid.co.uk forward slash events. Okay, right, let's get on with um, today's podcast. Seven tools to make managing social media easy. Mm. Um, I, I take my managing of social media quite quite seriously. I also manage other people's social media. I've got a few clients as well who I manage social media for. And I need the tools and I need the software really to, to help me more on the administration side of social media um, so I can free my time up to uh, to be creative and to be able to think of new ideas and think of thoughts and, and actually spend a little bit of time um, drafting tweets and Facebook posts instead of having to remember stuff all the time and, and remember schedules and things because that's the boring side of social media. So hopefully uh, by the end of this podcast, you'll have found a few tools that will help you. I use all these tools myself on a daily basis and find them really simple. So here we go. Seven tools to make managing social media easy. The first tool I want to talk about is Hootsuite. Uh, It's been going for quite a long time and I'm sure you've probably heard of it. Hootsuite, H-O-O-T. Uh, S-U-I-T-E. And I've got to, got to sort of like say straight away that I'm a, an, an ambassador for Hootsuite here in the UK. Um, they don't pay me. They don't give me anything. I don't get anything for free. In fact, I pay them uh, for using Hootsuite. It's, it's just a tool that I really like using. And I'm in it a lot of times a day. I mean, all day, pretty much. This is what I live in. OK, Hootsuite. So um, they asked me to become an ambassador for the tool. So we'll get that out of the way and we'll explain why I like Hootsuite, why I chose it in the first place. Uh, it's basically a pat- platform where you can manage many social media uh, accounts in one place. So, for example, you could have multiple Twitter accounts. You could have two Twitter accounts, three Facebook pages, a LinkedIn group and an Instagram account. OK, you're not limited to like one Facebook, one Twitter, one link. You can mix and match different accounts. This is really good if you're uh, running social media for a a larger company, a company with departments who might have separate Facebook pages and Twitter accounts for different departments, or you're running social media for, uh, uh, for, for clients like I do. But it's also useful for the individual business owner as well, somebody who might just have a Facebook page, a Twitter page and a LinkedIn account, because you can manage all of these accounts 
in one place. And that really is useful. It saves you having to keep faffing around, going to lots of different apps and lots of different websites. Okay, so that is the key reason for choosing Hootsuite for me, was being able to manage things in one place. You can also organize things really nicely. Uh, there's a tab system, a little bit like the browser tabs um, in whatever web browser you use. You can, you can move from one tab to another tab to another tab. So, for example, you could have all your Twitter in one tab, all your Facebook in another tab, or you could have one Twitter account in one tab and you could set up lots of different streams within that tab. So, for example, you could have all your retweets in one stream. You could have all your follow new, new followers in a stream. You could have a list of all your own tweets in one stream. You, you could build up something which is comfortable for yourself. You're not stuck to one thing. You can organise it how you like to organise it. So I have multiple tabs for different clients and also for different social media accounts. So for Twitter, I do quite a lot on Twitter. So I've got one tab with lots of streams in Twitter. Whereas Facebook is a little bit quieter and I've got maybe two or three pages under one tab. The organisation is there however you want to use it. Um, and you can flip and change things around and move tabs about and, and make, make it a lot easier uh, for yourself. Another good reason for using Hootsuite is that you can create searches and monitor your social media uh, in a really easy way. So you could set up, for example, one tab which is about listening or, or monitoring your social media. And then you can set up streams of searches that are always going to be there. So you could set up a search for your product name, for your brand name, for various key phrases. And you can also monitor things within a geographic region on Twitter as well. So you could, for example, monitor a certain key phrase or a certain brand name, say 50 miles around Birmingham. And you can do this quite easily within these streams in Hootsuite. And the good thing is that the streams are always there. So whenever you open the tab, the stream's there and it will automatically refresh with all the latest data. You don't have to keep doing the searches again and again and again. And this makes life an awful lot easier. There's also a good scheduling tool built into uh, Hootsuite where you can actually, even with the premium version, the paid version, you can actually upload a spreadsheet of uh, tweets and Facebook posts and actually schedule them into the future. If you don't pay for it and use the free version, you can still use the little calendar version. You can actually uh, pick days for your tweets to go out in the future. And this is really useful for what I call broadcast messages and little messages like, say, for example, if um, if if you're running a bricks and mortar store and every Thursday it's late night opening to eight o'clock. OK, you don't have to keep remembering to to tweet. It's late night opening tonight. Don't forget, blah, blah, blah. You could actually schedule that type of message. You could do two months into the future uh, and then and then it's it's there, it's done, and you don't have to worry about it. You could also put little messages like, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Facebook, you, say, you could say, don't forget to join us on Instagram. And these sort of messages can be scheduled ahead of time, so you don't have to worry about it. It'll save you an, an awful lot of time. 
And you can also get a big calendar view, which is what I like. I like being able to look at my social media on a seven day weekly basis. So on a Monday, I'll launch up this calendar and I can view on the screen seven days worth of tweets and Facebook posts. And I can see if any are clashing, if I've scheduled anything and they clash with each other or things are slightly in the wrong place and I can move them around. So if, if I've got a tweet going out at 10 past seven, then I've got another tweet going out at say 20 past seven. And I think to myself, I don't really like like that, that timing, I can actually move them on the screen down to another time. That makes life an awful lot easier. That is a premium version. The whole of the Hootsuite package arrives in a free or premium version. The free version basically gives you, I think it's three social media um, accounts and uh, basic scheduling. OK, um, and basic reports. And if you pay for it, I think I pay around don't quote me on this, but I think I pay around 12, 13 pounds a month, something like that, I think. And uh, for that money, you get the big calendar view. You get to be able to upload your spreadsheets as well. Um, and it's one of the few apps because I'm, I'm a bit tight, so I don't pay for loads of apps. But Hootsuite is one that I pay for and that is worthwhile. So take a look at it. You can find Hootsuite at hootsuite.com. I'll leave a link in the notes to this podcast as well, so you can just click on it. And uh, down, download it. Have a go. Try it out. Um, there's a free version. There's a free trial. See how you get on. So it's hootsuite.com. The second tool I want to talk about is Todoist. Okay, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. Again, there'll be a link to this in the notes to the podcast as well, so you can just click on it and go go straight to them. And Todoist, I've been using it for probably about the last two to three years now, and it's a giant to-do list with little extra features bolt on, bolted on. And, and the main reason for, for me to use it is to remind me to do things. Um, when you're running a lot of social media accounts, even if you've just got three or four social media platforms to manage, um, you're going to forget to do things. So I keep things really simple. And on my big social media to-do list, there are things like checking engagement at certain times of the day, little things like messaging new followers or rescheduling things um, if a schedule has, has run out. For example, when we mentioned Hootsuite a few minutes ago, I mentioned about, say, late night opening hours. If you've scheduled six weeks ahead, you can set a reminder in Todoist to reschedule it for another six weeks ahead so that you won't forget. And I find this really, really useful. Um, Even the simple things like checking engagement and messaging new followers, it's something that I've kind of like got built into my daily routine. But every now and then, if I've been busy on the phone or I've been answering a lot of emails or from out and about... um, it's just little reminders to, re- to, to to say, don't forget to check your engagement. Don't forget to check if there's any customer support messages or anything like that so that you never forget things. You can also um, create different projects as well within Todoist, which is really useful. So you can create different projects for different platforms or even different clients as well. So if you've got a, a, a whole section on Twitter, you could have a whole section on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest, and you could set different reminders and different tasks 
for the different platforms and that's really useful. Really good to, to be able to organise things a little bit better. And if you're running a big campaign um, and at the start of the campaign you plan out exactly how you're going to do things throughout the time of the campaign, you can actually make a note of these things in Todoist and it'll remind you to do things a day before, on the day, whenever you set it to. And um, one of the big big things I, I use as well within this tool is recurring tasks. So you can actually set tasks which are daily, weekly or monthly. So, for example, if I want to, I, I try and message new followers once a day. So instead of watching for a new follower, message them, another new follower, message them. What I try and do is do them in one batch. OK, so it takes up a, a little less time. And there's a recurring task so that every day at about four o'clock in the afternoon, I get a message, a little bing on my phone, which says, check new followers. Simple as that. And it saves you having to create another task uh, so that when you've completed it, you don't have to create another one for the next day. You can recur these tasks. Um, but it's a little bit more, I don't know, you can create ta uh, recurring tasks that are quite clever as well. So for example, if you were starting a campaign, you could say, um, check messages or check hashtag of the campaign. Um, every day from a certain date until a certain date. And it's clever enough to be able to work out what you're doing so that at the end of the campaign, you don't get any more reminders. There's a free and premium version to Todoist. I'm pretty sure I pay around £18-20 a year. So it's really cheap um, for Todoist. And it's well worth it for the extra features, for the adding notes and for all the different recurring bits and bobs. But again, you can use it free if you want to. Head over to todoist.com, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. I'll leave a link to it in the notes. Head over and try it for yourself. The third tool is uh, Feedly. And you might have heard of this because it is quite a popular tool for managing um, what are called RSS feeds in blogs. Google Reader used to be the big tool for doing this and Google shut it down a couple of years ago and Feedly kind of like moved into the Google Reader space where you can you can store um, lots of different blogs basically in one place so that you don't have to keep visiting each blog on a daily basis. Now this is great for your curated content, for the content you want to share on social media that other people have written. So if you're a fashion um, a fashion company, if you're a fashion brand, if you're a fashion blog, whatever you're doing in fashion, uh, you might be monitoring L, or you might be monitoring Vogue or in style magazines and monitoring for new trends and new ideas. If you're a hat shop, you might be monitoring blogs on shoes so that you can suggest ideas on shoes that might go with the hat and little things like that. Anything that you might think that your clients and your customers will find interesting. And the last thing you want to be doing is to visit all these different blogs on a daily basis and have to set them up as, as shares in, in your various social media platforms. So with Feedly, it puts it all in one place. You can add what's called the RSS feed and you'll find these uh, in... Uh, on lots, on pretty much all blogs, to be honest with you, it's RSS. There's a little little symbol with like a little little uh, with a little wavelength, sort of like aerially type symbol going on, little signal strength signal. Um, you've probably seen them dotted around. And when you add these RSS feeds into Feedly, all your blog, all the blog posts appear in one place. So if there's a new blog post on three blogs, they'll all appear in Feedly, and you can check things out in one place and you can then go to the blog 
Um, if you think you can see what the post is, you think, well, my visitors might find that interesting, you can go to the actual blog post, have a look at it, and then share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, um, share it on Instagram, wherever you want to share it. But you can also organise things really well using Feedly. You can add tags to things which are, which, which are useful. So tags are really helpful. So different blogs can have different tags. You can also set up different categories as well. So um, I've got categories for each of my clients. I've also got categories for my own social media, for marketing, for SEO, all sorts of different categories in there, which I can dip in and find. So if I think to myself, right, I've got to sort out curated content today for a couple of my clients, so I can head to their folders see the blogs which their clients will like, pick a few posts and share those out. Makes life an awful lot easier. There's a free and premium version for Feedly. I don't pay for Feedly myself. I haven't found any need to pay for it myself as yet. Um, I think it's about 40 or 50 dollars US dollars a year. Um, so it's not a heck of a lot of money to have to pay for if you want to pay for the extra features. You get extra searches and extra organization tools and things in there. But head over to feedly.com, F E E D L Y, and have a go at it. I'll leave a link in the show notes. The next tool on the list is Pocket. And again, it's a tool that has been going for quite a long time. And it's really useful for storing web pages and storing ideas. So, for example, if you're surfing the Internet and you notice your competition are doing a really good idea, you know, they've got a great competition going on or they've got a great campaign running. And you don't want to forget it because you don't want to do something the same as that whilst your competition's doing it. All right, because they'll know you're copying them. But maybe in six months time, eight months, time, maybe even next year, you want to do a similar type of campaign to what they've been running. Then what you can do is you can actually just click a button in your browser and send it to Pocket, store it in a pocket. And it'll remember that web page and keep a copy of it so that you can go back to it at a later date. You can also use this for ideas for tweets. And, and if you've been wafting through marketing blogs and you've seen a, an idea that some brand has done and you thought, oh, that'd be a good idea, that's a great idea, you can save the page to Pocket and you can store something all in one place. Uh, if you get stuck for ideas and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not entirely sure what I ought to be tweeting about this week, then you can actually head into Pocket and have a look and see and get a few new ideas from it. There's a free and premium version. Again, I've not had, I've, I've, I don't pay for Pocket myself, not found a need to yet, um, but try it out, download it, have a go and um, see if it's any use to you. The next tool on the list is, is, is one that I've been using, that, that I've only been using the last few weeks, and it's a, a really cool tool, actually. It's called Hashtagify, hashtagify.me, H-A-S-H-T-A-G-I-F-Y.me. Again, there'll be a link to this uh, in the notes of the podcast. And this is a really cool tool. Only been using it the last few weeks, but it's so cool. Um, it does hashtag analysis for Twitter and Instagram and Instagram, which is really useful. You can type in a hashtag and find related hashtags to the hashtag. So, for example, if you type in marketing as a hashtag, it'll come up on a little tiny weird mind map type thing with little bits jutting off it, and which will say things like social media, SEO, entrepreneur, business, and it'll give you related tags. But then what you can do is you can you can click on those other tags and see ones which are related to those. And you can 
look at all the different related tags. But it also shows you the top posts uh, from around that tag as well. Okay, so you can see what people are saying uh, within the marketing niche or social media niche or business niche or whatever your niche is, whatever the hashtags are for your industry and your business and whatever you do. So you, it's, a, it's a really cool tool. Try it out and um, you'll, you'll, you'll find lots of different hashtags that you probably hadn't thought of. Uh, another cool cool idea for, for, for Hashtagify is, is that you can also find influencers within your niche as well. Um, so people who actually influence other people's behaviours. So you can type in a hashtag and see who who's popular within that hashtag, uh, who the influencers are within that niche as well. And Hashtagify has also got a university built into it, kind of like a learning area, so you can learn more about hashtags and more about their services. There's a free and premium version available. Um, I've not paid for it myself yet, but I am considering it. I'm thinking about it because it is a very, very cool tool. So head over to hashtagify.me and have a play. Next on the list is one of my favourites. Oh yeah, I live in this tool all the time. I'm on my phone, uh, on my computer, my desktop computer, on my laptop, everywhere. I'm in this tool all the time. It's Microsoft OneNote. And you might think, what? Microsoft OneNote? It's like 1997 or something. Well, probably not quite that old, but Microsoft OneNote has been going a long, long time. And it was always one of those little tools that was packaged with Microsoft Office. And you never really knew how to use it or what to do with it. You could see it there, and it, and it, but you never really clicked on it and you never really did anything with it. I was the same for years and years um, until I found the real power of it. I, I used to use Evernote and uh, unfortunately a couple of years ago a lot of their apps um, became a little bit incompatible with the devices I was using I think is, is probably the best way to put it is that I used lots of different platforms and it wasn't very good at syncing things I had, had quite a lot of information lost so I moved over to Microsoft OneNote haven't looked back fantastic bit of kit but what do you use it for well it's a giant notebook that's all it a, a huge flip pad it's a moleskin notepad it's a it's just somewhere to store ideas, to store images, to store lists and drafts and thoughts and whatever you want. Just jot it down. Um, if you come up with an idea when you're out and about for a tweet or for a, an Instagram post, then you can slot it down the phone app or the Microsoft OneNote phone app. It's on Androids and, and iPhones all over the place. And it's really cool. The, the main reason I like it is, again, for this organisation thing, um, is that you can have multiple notepad, notebooks. So I've got notebooks for projects. I've got a notebook for certain coding um, in uh, bits and bombs that I keep. I've also got a notebook for general stuff. I've got a notebook for travel as well, organising my travel. And you can keep different sections within each of the notebooks. And then in each section, you can have different pages and you can colour code the sections which is really cool. And it just makes organising your information and your thoughts an awful lot easier. So you don't lose those ideas. If you think of a good idea for a blog post or you think of a great idea for a social media campaign, you can start making a note of it wherever you are. You could just pick up your phone and start doing something. 
I also use it to draft tweets and blog posts and to make notes of hashtags and influencers. So for example, I've got a list of hashtags um, that I like to use um, when I post on Twitter. I've also got different hashtags for Instagram and I keep a list of them within OneNote and they're there all the time. So I just have to dip in and have a look if I need a hashtag idea. And you can also keep a list of influencers as well. People you want to be contacting and talking to on social media and engaging with in social media. It's a great place to keep this information in one place. It's a giant notepad and it works on all devices and it's free. You don't have to have Microsoft Office and pay for Microsoft Office to get OneNote. If you go to OneNote.com, you can download it all and um, and use it. Great bit of, great bit of kit. Um, head over and have a go. Um, the final tool I want to talk about is Trello, and this is again a tool that you've probably heard of. Um, it, it's it's a, it's a great bit of kit, especially if you're working in teams. Um, team teamwork is is brilliant with this. And basically, what Trello is, I suppose it's 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 difficult to describe really in a way. Uh, it's like lots of post-it notes, lots of cards, but it's a bit more sophisticated than that. It's a good place to be able to store information. It's a good place to be able to prepare drafts. It's a great place to create a content calendar and manage your content. And what you can do is you could create, for example, a process of putting a campaign together. So you could have an ideas list. Then you could have a list of saying what we've started to work on. You could have a, a list of what needs editing and completing. And then you could have a list of what's been published. And you could move these little cards from one list to another list. So when you've started working on something, you can move it from the idea list to the started working on list. And each of these little cards can store images, can store text and documents. It can store lists all kinds of different things so that you could almost create an entire campaign um, within uh, within Trello, within these little cards. And it's a really cool bit of kit to be able to use. Um, one of the benefit of this is that you can actually turn all these cards, you can add sort of like due dates to all these little cards and then turn it into a giant calendar and get an overview of when your content is coming up for um, publishing. And this is a great, great idea to be able to get an overview of what, what's coming up in the future. And you can think to yourself on a Monday, take a look at the, the calendar and think to yourself, right, well, next week we've got to be publishing this, so we better start working on it now quickly. And you won't forget things. Um, Trello works on lots of different devices. It's a web tool and they've got a tool for Android phones and, and uh, iPhones as well and tablets and whatnot. And it's a great bit of kit to be able to manage this. It's good for teams. So if there's more than one of you uh, managing your social media or managing your content, you can you can actually share a board and share lists with different people and they can all have access to it. A free version and a premium version. Uh, the version I use is the free one. I haven't had, had had any use for the premium one as yet, but again, it's something that I would um, I would definitely pay for in the future because it's a it's a good piece of kit, and you can find it at Trello.com. T R E L L O.com, and I'll leave a link in the show notes.
Okay, I hope you found these tools uh, of use and interesting. You've got some, got some playing to do. If you've not used any of these, play with them, try them. Um, every single one of them has a free version. So you can just sign up, have a go. If you don't like it, you can just unsubscribe and say, I don't want it. Simple as that. But, but have a play with them. Um, you've got to work your own system. This is the key thing. And I think all these tools give you the chance to be able to create your own system within them. They're not too structured. So you can put things where you want. You can call things what you want. And that makes managing your social media an awful lot easier. And the two which I live in all the time, well, I'd say the three that I live in all the time are Hootsuite, Todoist and OneNote. Those are the key things that, that make my uh, life an awful lot easier when managing um, social media. Um, if you've got any suggestions, if you've got any thoughts, then um, tap me up on social media. It's uh, at John Trobans on Twitter, which is J-O-N-T-R-O-M-A-N-S. Uh, also find me on Facebook as well. Uh, there's links to all the different social media stuff in the show notes. And uh, love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your ideas and your thoughts as well. And um, give us a follow and I'll give you a follow back. So uh, thanks for listening uh, to this uh, episode, episode 50. And um, hope to talk to you next week. Social media, SEO, blogging. Learn more at jtid.co.uk.